John McAfee died broke after blowing a hundred million dollars on bizarre houses, according to an author. So John McAfee, the controversial tech tycoon who committed suicide allegedly inside a Spanish prison cell while awaiting extradition to the U.S. last month, was broke when he died, according to an author who says he blew his one hundred million dollar fortune on bizarre mansions all over the world. So Mark Eglinton, a writer who collaborated with McAfee, said the eccentric antivirus software creator who hanged himself. Allegedly, in prison, apparently spent many millions on large mansions and compounds in places like Belize, Texas, Colorado, Hawaii, and Tennessee, and was hammered by the real estate crisis in 2008. So Eglinton, who wrote No Domain, the John McAfee tapes with McAfee, told DailyMail.com that he believes McAfee was indeed penniless. And the once mega-rich tech titan couldn't even afford to pay Ellington for his help with the tome. So I don't doubt that if he could have helped, he would have. Ellington said of the modest advance fee he requested, he said, "I can't do it. My financial situation is worse than yours." Pretty horrible. So Eglinton claims to have interviewed McAfee for countless hours, starting in August 2019, while McAfee was hiding from the U.S. officials. And McAfee detailed for Eglinton where the money went. We got a lot into where he spent his money over the years. He had his money in very safe investments, but he built houses, absolutely bizarre properties. Some of them he never slept a night in the property. And these properties became albatrosses after the financial crisis, and he sold many at a loss, including his compound in Woodland Park, Colorado. It was valued at more than twenty-five million dollars, but sold at auction for a mere five point seven two million in two thousand seven to a Chicago commodity commodities trader, according to the Daily Mail. Now, this is like a perfect example of. Basically, how someone could get really broke very quickly, regardless of how rich they are, and that's basically why I'm kind of like covering this story in the first place, because the thing is that you got to understand it never matters how much money you actually make; it only matters how much money you're actually able to keep, save, and invest, right, without actually losing your money. Because he's basically someone who put who made a lot of money, right, and then put. All that money at basically the highs of the market, and then basically sold at the lows of the market. Like basically, from what you could tell from this kind of、like、situation, is that he pretty much overleveraged himself in a place where he was basically forced to do that. Potentially, not that it was necessarily his choice, but he was forced to do it because of different expenses. And so, this is kind of、like、the same situation where someone gets into a situation where, like, let's say. The market crashes, but you have bills to pay, and you don't have any cash to be able to pay your bills. So you end up selling all your investments to be able to pay your expenses, and in doing so, you end up taking a massive loss on your investments, whether it be in stock or real estate, and you're basically screwing yourself, right? And the thing that you gotta understand in this situation, he could have easily avoided this stuff by simply having more of a secure financial foundation, in the sense that you know. He had enough cash in the bank to cover any expenses for at least like you know six months to a year in his situation. 
he had enough money in investments that would produce an income to where he would never have to sell assets to cover something. Basically, he did not structure his life and his investments in a way that they could basically take care of themselves, right? So basically, when the market crashed, he was in a financial situation where he had to sell, most likely, to simply keep functioning. And that's something that you never want to be dealing with, right? You want to be in a financial situation where if the market crashes, you're okay. If the market rises, you're okay. Like it doesn't really matter to you one way or the other because your foundation that you built up is so secure by like rebar, concrete, all that kind of stuff, right? To where you're not going to be able to get kicked off of the uh, the land, basically, right? Like you want to secure your financial situation to the point where regardless of what happens in the news, regardless of what happens in the country or countries that you might be living in, you don't got to deal with any of this nonsense, so McAfee reportedly told Ellington, the $100 million I got out of McAfee antivirus, that goes very quickly. Ellington is now publishing the book in December as the sole author. So McAfee had been jailed at the Brains 2 prison since October while a Spanish tribunal considered whether to honor the extradition order. So federal prosecutors in Tennessee had issued a warrant for McAfee alleging that he dodged more than $4 million in taxes. Separately, a Securities and Exchange Commission complaint claimed that McAfee promoted initial coin offerings of cryptocurrency without disclosing that he was paid more than $23 million to do so. And attempts to reach Janice McAfee were unsuccessful, according to, you know, the New York Post. Now, either way, again... This is like a perfect example of, you know, not to do this type of situation, right? And like on like so many different levels, right? One, never spend more than what you make. So he got paid like the $100 million, right? When he sold McAfee, right? But he didn't put that money to use in a well enough way to where he would secure himself financially and you're thinking like wait you know that's a hundred million dollars how the hell can you lose a hundred million dollars right well you got to think about it like this is basically he pretty much got like a lottery ticket right like that's basically the equivalence right he got this massive massive check and was like well now i'm like i have like nine figures right i have nine figures in my bank account right now and I'm just going to buy a whole bunch of stuff, right? And that's like the typical response of someone who didn't have a crazy amount of money to now having a massive, massive amount of money. And not to mention, if you've seen any interviews of him, you kind of know that he's not 100% there in a sense, where he's not really thinking like an average person. And he's very paranoid. And so a lot of paranoid people end up having way more expenses because they end up spending a bunch of money on things that they really don't need, like massive amounts of security, multiple places as like safe zones and all that kind of nonsense, right? And so basically, I think the combination between his mental state and just him having bad financial habits put him in a situation where it made it very easy for him to blow 100 million dollars almost instantaneously right but here's the thing let's say 
you were in a situation and you got a hundred million dollars after selling a company that you built up, right? Let's just say that. Well, what you should do is obviously make sure that all your taxes are in order because the IRS is no joke. And if they notice that you got paid a hundred million dollars and you're not paying any taxes, guess what? They're going to come after you and they're going to come after you hard. So make sure your taxes are, you know, point A to point B to point C, make it very clear and easy for the IRS and be like, okay, everything looks fine, right? And then once you make sure your tax situation with the IRS is good, basically what you'd want to do, like the first things to do is, one, make sure that you have no debt. If you have debt, pay that off with this $100 million, right? Then you want to buy a home of your own that you basically live in, right? That you know for a fact that regardless of whatever happens in your life, this home you can always come back to. No matter what happens, no matter what craziness might happen, this home, the roof of your head, is 100% secure. It's 100% yours. You never have to worry about anything. Even if you were to lose every single bit of dollars you have, you can still have this house, right? Yeah, you're still going to have to make money to pay property taxes and utilities and all that kind of stuff to make it livable. But the fact that if you have no bills when it really comes to just like owning the home, it would help secure you financially to such a degree that it's almost unspeakable, right? Then you start putting the rest of the hundred million into like investments that will grow over time consistently and that have a track record and other investments that can produce a cash flow that is very consistent that you can rely on and live off of that cash flow that it produces you, right? And the reason why you want to focus on that is so that you never have to take out of the principle of the money that you put in, right? So let's say that you were to buy, you know, let's say you have like the $100 million, right? We're going to like skip over how much it costs for like the taxes and whatnot because that's such a complicated situation, but we're just going to use the $100 million amount, right? Just to keep it simple and clean for this example. Well, what you want to do is basically secure the house and maybe buy a house for like a million dollars, right? I mean, if you got a hundred million, a million dollars, like 1% of your basically net worth at that point, not too bad. Then you want to put the majority of that money. You still want to keep like about like half a million to a million just in like cash, like just pure cash, right? Just for like emergencies and that kind of stuff. But then the rest of the money, almost like 98 million basically, right? I'd put that into investments, right? I do like a mix between like index funds, you know, the S&P 500, you know, high dividend index funds as well, plus real estate that ends up paying cash every single month just so that I have a consistent income coming in no matter what happens that I can rely on and live off of, right? Because you want to get to the situation or like to the point in your life that technically speaking, you wake up whenever you wake up and you go and work whatever it is that you're working for because you just want to, right? Like that's where you want to get in, like get in life, right? Where you could just work because you want to, not because you have to, 
right? And with this amount of money, you could structure it in a way that you could easily be bringing in probably over a million dollars per year in just pure like dividends paid out to you, right? Whether that be from stocks or from real estate rental income, right? And not to mention, if you were to buy real estate, only buy in cash with this type of amount of money because it allows you to consistently have pure cash flow coming into your bank account every single month that you can be like, okay, here's an extra like, I don't know, like a hundred grand coming in from like rental income that you put out, right? It's like just bam, every single month, a hundred grand, hundred grand, hundred grand, hundred grand, right? And that's the way you got to really think about it. You got to really set your life in a way where you could pretty much just walk away and it's automated and the money's still flowing, right? You want to be able to be like, okay, I'm good. I don't got to do nothing. This is a business that's basically running itself and I'm just simply storing the leftover cash like that's basically what i would do in his situation to like structure myself in like a super super comfortable financial foundation and super simple financial free life which by the way if you want to learn more about mastering your money feel free to check out 40inbox.com or go down below to learn the secret to mastering your money but either way no one should be going and going broke after making a hundred million dollars because that is so absurd when you really think about it hey this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses so if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help go down below and learn how to master your money and this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow it is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and is very straight to the point and if you want to learn how to make money online go down below as well and we'll see you in future episodes